Greetings, and welcome into the Neighborhood Overwatchers Fantasy Podcast. Clandy and Trustful have a great conversation planned for you today. Listen in for all the Week 11 Overwatch League fantasy insights you need to win your league. Oh, on the cusp. Where do you want to do that? Cusp. Want to do at the end? Cusp. Yeah, and on the end right around. Right before you do your Week 12 picks. We'll give them the end around. Cool, cool. All right, you ready to go? Yeah, by that I mean the reach around. The, give them the old reach around. Reach around. So you, yeah, from behind back up to the front. Correct. <laughs> Firm grasp. <sighs> All right, trust. How are you feeling today? I feel pretty good. Let's um, let's jump right into click. Thank you for asking. Of course, always. Let's jump right into some clicking heads. You want me to start? Or you want to start us off? Uh, why don't you start this week? All right, I will start our clicking heads. I'm going to start like we normally do with a... Like we always do with this time. <laughs> with a DPS position. Um, I picked this player for a... most important reason, I feel, is that this this player, KSP of the Los Angeles Valiant, for Week 11 was the highest uh, point score for our DPS positions. With, oh, yeah, baby, with 194.93 points, so just under that uh, 200 mark, and 0.9 points higher than Striker at 194.84. So they're both, you know, way up there. But I'm going to talk about KSP because uh, they actually lost. They they played a full five maps. They 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 came close to a reverse sweep, but couldn't win the final control map against the Los Angeles Gladiators. But KSP played really, really, really well. And I think is notable is that he played a lot of Ash, and he played really well on Ash. Smacking um, that Ash. Very yeah, important. He was. He played 54 minutes of Ash. Um, with Now, Widow was out last week? Widow and McCree. Does that sound that right? right? I, I think that's it, yeah. Um, I don't remember seeing either of those heroes we played, so that must be right. I think they've got banned b- together before. We skipped before. hero bands. We skipped we, hero bands last week, so we, I don't know anymore. We That's did how sk- I know. We did skip hero bands last week and this week. Um, anyway, he played mostly right. Ash, it, and that sounds like a totally like I feel like even if we didn't know that, you can you could say that he played a lot of Ash because she kind of falls in between those two players and. If those two players both weren't available and you were, you know, proficient on them, you your next logical step might be Ash. So um, that does make sense, you know. Yep. Um, so he did play well, but Gladiators yes, won. They did. He he played well. Uh, One hundred and seven elims, forty deaths with sixty six thousand hero damage on Ash. So you know some some high numbers there, which was good. He played about. 10 minutes of Reaper, 35 Elims, 9 deaths, 13,000 damage. Reaper just gets a lot of damage compared to Ash. You know, t- and, you know, much less time 
he's he's putting up a higher higher rate. And then the rest of his heroes were probably I mean, he played Tracer for about three and a half minutes, so maybe more than just trying to get back quickly. But Doomfist, um, he only played six seconds and then he played a single second of Sim, which is probably just a tele- teleporter. But I think it was just kind of uh, fun and unique to see that Ash come out so much, especially it's the most Ash we've seen all season. And especially, I don't think anyone's yeah. played that that much. Ash. Sure, I don't think sure the rest of the league play, combined has played. Sure, that four much has played Ash. some Ash, but um, not that much. I don't think so. It, and it was a long competitive game that they came very close to winning. So not only was he playing ash but he was playing it you know very competently there was a while where the gladiators started losing in the middle of the match where they started uh you know also running ash you know you know mirroring them and um it didn't really work for him and they and eventually went back to what they do best and, and ended up cleaning them out but if you had ksp on your fantasy team you are extremely happy with that 194.93 points especially oh no they do play next week against the shock so that number will probably go down if you're in a two-week uh, scoring system like we are but well, that's a good spot to be in it is a good spot to start from so that's my dps unless you want anything about uh ksp or we can you can jump onto yours i don't want to talk about ksp anymore okay but i do want to talk about ksf all right what about him he wasn't playing he didn't play at all not at all. But why? I do not know. But did you have any info on that or no? The only insight I can offer, I guess, would be the proof is in the pudding when at least when it comes to fantasy scoring, because Shax, who came in for him and played the entire match against the Gladiators on that second DPS spot, play, uh scored hundred and fifty two point five seven points and was a top five DPS score. He did week. play well. He, I mean played a lot of played torb. well. It was a it was a solid torb. That KSF Torbash. has played well in the past, too. Though. Maybe he he's more of a Torb guy. You never know. Maybe we, that's what it is. We have seen this with DPS lines. Maybe the we've expected a little bit more consistency from the Valiant, but I guess they're showing us that they have more to offer than just the uh, the KS brothers. <laughs> PNF. Man, I just need them back so I can be more confused. Yeah, KSP is the one to keep. I agree. Um... All right, why don't you jump into your DPS? All right. If that's what you want. Give me what I want. Well, for my DPS this week, I'm going to talk about Rascal. Nice. That little Rascal. Why? For two reasons. One reason. He killed it. Reason number two. Sinatra didn't play this week. Again. Now, I don't know why, but it might be, I don't know if it's a weekly dependent thing or if Rascal's going to be here to stay, because Rascal's played pretty much every matchup, I think, at least for a little bit of time, mm-hmm. um, at least like for a map or two, But um, or a set, but Rascal kills it this week, 156.12 points. He played pretty much predominantly May. He played a little bit of Soldier. Actually, when he was playing Soldier, he played May for 50 minutes, Soldier for 5 minutes. But he switched to Soldier because I believe... Who are they playing? Shock was playing against... Let me try to remember this. They played Shock Dallas. Playing, thank you. Yes, Fuel. Yeah, it was a good match. So it was Doha then on Fair, And 
he, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was on uh, Rialto, maybe, okay. question mark, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, he was countering a fair, so he switched to soldier and he killed it. Okay. That too. But he um, he played for five minutes there. He had 13 eliminations and four deaths, nine assists, and 3,400 damage in five minutes. And then as May, he had 132 kills, only 28 deaths, 32,000 damage, and self-heals, self-heals, you see self-heals, 3,000 self-heals, good for three points, but basically, really solid May, uh, San Francisco won, uh, it was a good match though, Dallas looked good, I think it went to 3-2. Am I mistaken on that? It was 3-2 for sure. So it was a good match. Rascal played well, played a lot of May. Helped the team win, and he had a good week. And I think it's, a, it's, it's just a little weird not seeing Sinatra play much lately, considering he's last year's MVP, but maybe they'll throw him in Zarya again. But for right now, you know, pick Rascal up. I think he might be on your waiver wire in a lot of leagues, so... He could be if if you have someone it's who's definitely possible who's been needing to make moves, then then he possibly could be there. That's could be out there. That with with not a whole lot of stats to to back me up on this, it feels like that is a really high point, a fantasy point total from someone who predominantly played May. We don't normally yep, see a I lot agree. of you know time on May resulting in May's not a super high damage character. She can have decent amount of kills and low deaths. If she gets involved and stays up, right. Not a lot of damage and you don't always see the big scores from her. So that's pretty impressive for for playing May that long. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's a good call. But how about you? What's your next one? All right, I'm going to jump forward to my tank. My tank this week is Smurf to keep on the same squad as who you just talked about, the San Francisco Shock. Smurf this week, um, I want to bring up, because we haven't talked about him, he played over Super this week, and he outscored his fellow tank, Choi Hoban, who has been a stud the whole year, arguably the best tank, um, especially coming from that off-tank position. But Smurf was playing mainly Orisa, and actually just only two seconds of Winston, so... only Orisa, and was able to outpace uh, his off-tank in Choi Hoban. This is impressive, isn't it? It was very impressive, and Smurf played well, for sure. Yeah, they, he played really well, and so his stats, 144 elims to 35 deaths. Insane. What is that, a 30, I mean, a, a 109 plus, 109 what points. What say, 140, 140? 144 and 35. Yeah. It's insane. And then... Yeah, it's like four to one. Uh, yeah, so that's like 100 points there. And uh, 38,500 hero damage. So another 38 points out of that. So he ended up as the number three scoring tank at 147.59 points. He was also... Where is damage blocked? 89,000 damage Oof, blocked. That dude, is nice. Once they put that stat in fantasy... Some of these tanks are going to be putting up points. Yeah, they'd have to do it modified because some of these tanks are already putting up. Like, it's already kind of even. You know, he had 20,000, almost 21,000 damage amplified, too, with 22 ults used in in an hour. So that's nice for, 
an Orisa player. If you had Smurf, I don't. I definitely didn't call for Smurf as a dark horse or for as a as a sleeper for from last week. I, I mean, a super had been playing well. I, th- right, I thought right. Super was was the guy, but I don't know. Maybe it was just to have Orisa in the whole time, and Troy Hoban played a lot of uh, Sigma, so they had the double shield going. Yeah, I don't know. The maybe sh- just had. I mean, Super had been playing Diva. Am I wrong? Wasn't Super? No, I think Super. Oh, Troy Hoban, Steven. Yeah, they Diva. they switched around so, too, though, man. So like, like sometimes Troy's not even in. You know, they true, true. they switched it around. But um, Smurf was playing an at an elite level on Orisa, so it's good for him. Now Orisa is banned this week, so we'll see. They they do have a match against the Valiant. So if you have uh, shock players, now you never know. You know, we just talked about Rascal and Smurf. There's a chance that either of them play or don't play. If they don't play, then you you're security. They stay at 156 for Rascal and 147 for Smurf, and you are very happy with that. Happen to not play. Would you like to tell us about your tank who was clicking heads this week? Well, in fact, I would. Thank you very much, Clandy. I'm going to talk about Clandy himself. Clandy's slightly, uh, more than slightly, worst-looking lookalike. My man. Note. <laughs> My man, note. Clandy is, in fact, a better-looking note, if anybody wants to know what he's like a, looks like. He's like a Just Canadian like little brother. Like, picture, yeah, like, picture, note. And then picture note if he were better looking. That's, That's me. Clandy right there. So also he'd have to be a, a an Outlaws fan. But. <laughs> Correct. So how'd Note do this week? Note did phenomenally well, playing pretty much all Sigma, which I think was his best week of the year. And um, he looked good. You know, I had been watching. A lot of, well, not a lot. I mean, they've only had a couple weeks now of play, but any match I watched with Note in it this year, I felt mm-hmm. disappointed, to say the least. I didn't see him stepping up to the plate, but that is not true this week, even though they lost. He scored 129.66 points, playing pretty much just Sigma, with 107 kills, 38 deaths, 82 assists, 60.6k damage. And 59 minutes on Sigma. Mm. That's pretty damn Look at his good. damage block, too. 59 minutes, 107 kills. That's that's getting close to two kills yeah, per minute. Yeah. It's getting there. It is? Damage block was a whopping 88.6K, which is really good. But, yeah, I mean, he looked good. It didn't get him the win. Dallas looked good again. They kind of choked a little bit. But, I mean, they played strong. And I think they got a lot of talent on the roster. And his Sigma looked good. I think if he plays some more shield tank in the future, he might do well. We'll see. Yeah, that he um, he did play well. And I'm enthused to see a point total like this coming out of a loss. Where, you know, they did go to five maps. Notes. And but the, yes. but he still got this True. point total. And next week for this upcoming week, like I said earlier, we do combined week eleven and twelve. He plays only one match, and it is against the Houston Outlaws, a match that I figure the field will be favored in. Um, 
I think that could be a fiver. It could be, which is good, which is good for your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's good for everybody. I'm going to jump to my healer. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Again, this week we had a lot of healers scoring a lot of points. And looking through, it's a lot of Moira play still. So it's going to be interesting to see this week where Moira's banned. But um, we had a lot of high high scoring again with, again, I think he was the high point scorer last week as well. Violet was over 200 last week. Oh this my week, God. so far, he's at... If you drafted him, you are happy. If you dropped him, you are You're not. facing him this week. Yeah, don't. Um, but he has 307.53 points. That's not who I'm talking about because I want to talk about someone else other than shock players. But uh, Violet is, you know, absolutely crushing it right now. The um, the guy I want to talk about is uh, Gangnam Jin, the support playing for the Florida Mayhem. Now, did you get to see the Mayhem beat Paris at all? Did you get to see highlights or watch that game at all? Is that one of the ones you caught? You know what? That is one of the only games I have not caught Okay, it's, it's it's not bad because it's quick. He he played for you know, it was only that... I am in the process yeah. of watching 30, 35 minutes. And I will be catching up on that probably later tonight. Hell yeah. Um, like I said with Moira, she has been scoring a lot of points when when, when players are, are playing her. So that's what he primarily did. 34 minutes, only just about two minutes on Anna, you know. So on that Moira, 142 eliminations and 10 deaths. So right there, he's already at 132. <laughs> Add on to that 33 points for hero damage at 33,000. And then 56 more points for healing just in 34 minutes. So he Damn. he is just absolutely crushing it on there right now. And, you know, I'm looking at rankings per 10 minutes for everyone. And I have to put the time down because he has only played that 34 minutes but for for ranking all moiras in the whole league this season out of 32 minutes minimum time played he is number one in hero damage number one in eliminations number two in final blows and number 11 on healing so healing (laughs) is is middle of the pack a little bit but the rest of those numbers are elite they're way up there so you're i'm happy to see Gangnam Jin get it done this week. I did not predict Florida to sweep or take many out, if any maps off Paris, but they proved me wrong. And Gangnam Jin was and Florida, Florida, another team that hasn't played that many matchups yet this this season, and they do look good. They look like they got some talent. I don't think I even said his point total, but his fantasy point total was two hundred twenty six point nine points which was the yep. fifth best support and the fifth best overall. Another big support day for yeah. fantasy. Does Florida play next week? They play Boston next week, so he can look forward to I think that could yeah. be good. Could be good. That's my support. That's my support. And I'm sticking to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Who's your support? All right. For my healer, I went with some say care of some say Kareev. Who did he but, play? Uh, who did he play? No, you know, what hero? Oh, uh, Moira. <laughs> because Moira kills it. Yeah, he does. I think we knew that. I think we talked about that last week, but it seems like Moira's score points. Yep. So, good to know for the future. But um, he did play against Boston also. But Boston kind of sucks. Just throwing it out there. 
think it's real. Yeah, they have some they have um, some holes. I and you know, I think well that this is another discussion. Keep going. All right. Well, let me just get into the points here with Moira. Yeah. Hundred fifty Elams. Twenty deaths. Hundred thirty assists. Forty three point nine K hero damage. Seventy five K healing. And a whopping 53 minutes played. That's almost three kills per minute. It's, uh, that's nuts. That's she just got involved with everything. That's a fucking lot. Yeah. And about, what, one point, one point, where's the healing? 75, almost 1.4, probably, something like that. Okay, healing? Yeah. It's pretty outrageous. It is. It's very outrageous. That's what these that's what these Moira numbers are have have been showing us though. All these players that are playing Moira putting up these monster monster numbers. But yep. Grieve, solid. Toronto looked good. They won. Uh yeah. I guess if you're a main healer right now in uh Overwatch League, you probably you should be putting up points. If you're not, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's kind of what I talked about. That's who my bad beat's gonna be shut, for. Shut your pie hole. For but that's what I talked about with Aim God last week. Shut your but, pie hole. But he did it this week. He proved me wrong this week. He did. He proved you, you wrong because what did he finish this week? You you knew I was gonna bring him up. He finished in the tenth spot exactly. What does that mean? Number ten. He's top ten again. Again. Do you think that we should say top ten again every time we say Aim God's name? What do we say when he misses it, like last week? Well, that doesn't happen very often. That's the point. <laughs> so we're just going to ignore those, those Well, I times. mean, he's probably the most consistent top ten. I can't think of anyone else. Hmm. You know, the, when <laughs> Carpe's always up there. True. Crimzo, when he plays, is always up there. Shaz is up there when he plays. There are other... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Aimgod is in that discussion. Alarm is always up there. I think Alarm might have scored more points than Aimgod so far this year. Moving on. <laughs> the everlasting battle. Um, so that that brings us to the end of Clicking Heads. We covered all of our guys. Um, like I said, still some monster support numbers with how many out of the top 10 being support. Number 1 through 7 out of the top 10 are support and number 10. So so 8 out of 10 top 10 are supports this week. You need to get yourself a top-of-the-line support. Make a trade for it. Even if you got to trade a piece, you got to have one of these guys. Otherwise, you're going to be drowning in your matches against these guys. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to some bad beats. Lucio's bad beats. So, this week for bad beats, we've each picked two players to talk about, and I think we should just group them together. So, why don't you jump right in? Your two players are both on the same team, so I think it makes more sense for you to kind of take the floor here for a minute and and tell us what you think about these players here. I'm glad you asked. I chose um, from the Paris Eternal, who had a bad loss this week to Florida, but also, I believe, won a game, right? 
No, they got swept. They went down three oh, nothing to Florida. Yeah, that's their only matchup of the week. Yeah, well, I I think they play next week as well to get a chance to redeem themselves. Jesus oh, Christ! No, they don't. <laughs> oh, They're locked in. God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's it. That's it. Put it in the bush. Jesus, these guys are gonna kill your team this week. Yeah. This next two weeks. If you're in two yep. week formats, you're screwed. Enjoy yep. that. <laughs> Enjoy that score. You just got fucked. <laughs> so Hanbin. The reason I wanted to talk about Hanbin is he had been killing it lately. I think he was the top scoring tank last week, and then this week he just plummeted. Which I do not understand. But he went from being, I think, number one, yeah, number one, to number something that's horrible. I don't even know. I could tell you that in just a second. Oh, Keep going. Yeah, he played uh, Sigma for about thirty minutes, and then Devin Wrecking Ball for a few. But he had sixty-two eliminations and twenty-three deaths as Sigma. That's not horrible. But he had twenty-seven thousand damage. And 43,000 damage blocked. You know, looking at the numbers, he didn't play that badly. I think they just got swept. It was a short match. There really wasn't much he could do as far as scoring fantasy points. When you look at the numbers here, though, on a per minute basis of play, he really didn't play that poorly. So it looks like... Well, I mean, he probably should play better because then they could have won a, a map at least. But my point is, bad week for Paris. They will recover. But Nico, we also have to talk about too. Because Nico, oh boy. A lot of people might have been starting him. And if they were, it wasn't the week for it. He played about 13 minutes of May, 12 minutes of Doomfist, 8 minutes at Ferret, and a couple minutes of Sombra. But as May, he went 28-7 and seven with 9,000 damage and self-healing of 7,200 and only 12, 12, 13 minutes. So, you know, not horrible. Not a horrible Sometimes, game. Sometimes when you look at these numbers, they don't seem Four so bad. One ratio, it... ratio here. You know where he really failed, though? He Where? went five and fifteen as Doomfist. It's yeah. And only seventy seven hundred damage in thirteen minutes almost. It's not that's not, it's not where it do needs it. to be. So Doomfist which did not go according to plan. Fair went well, twenty three and seven, eleven thousand damage in only eight minutes. So you know, he played pretty well as May and Farah and didn't do much on Sombra, only for a minute and a half. But it looks to me like Doomfist went very poorly. Why did it go so poorly? I don't know. I did not actually see the Paris and Florida game yet. I'm going to catch up, but I will check that out and let you know. I have a feeling he shouldn't have been on Doomfist for that long. Yeah, yeah. Maybe desperation mode. Maybe it was too late anyway. This kept staggering, maybe. Yeah. I watched that match. I don't remember exactly when he switched to Doomfist or when it was. I'd have been on Paris, and it might have just been a bad 12 minutes. I don't don't truly really remember. But, but you want some of their – so 
Uh, Nico ranked 28th out of 32 DPS players this week. Dreadful. And Hanbin ranked 22 out of 28 tanks this week. Also dreadful. Out of everyone, they were ranked 71st and 75th. Thank you. Not great. All right. What are your What are your bad beats? All right. I got two bad beats. One that I want to start with is Shu. Shu plays support for the Guangzhou Charge. Now, the Charge this week did were able to take a, 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 a match. They lost to the Chengdu. They got swept by the Chengdu Hunters, but then they were able to defeat the Hangzhou Spark 3-1. to one. And Shu was only able to come away with 83.53 points. Now, like I talked about last week, they might think that that sounds kind of high. But when you compare it to other healers, and especially other healers who are playing at the same hero, Moira, essentially, he's way down there. He was ranked as the 23rd overall support player this week with a lot of players like Ark, IDK, Halo, Rain, all playing uh, better than him, scoring more fantasy points this week. And so I was thinking about it. I was thinking, you know, Shu was a pretty high draft pick. I, I, I regarded him pretty high coming into the season. And I wanted to look specifically just at Moira and where he is amongst other players. So I'm looking at 30, 32 minutes played minimum. And when I look at Moira, Shu is way down on final blows. He's out of the top 10 there. He's out of the top 10 in eliminations, maybe even out of the top 15 in hero damage. He's also out of the top 10 in healing. He is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. So healing is okay. He's averaging 16,000, uh, 44,000 uh, healing per 10 minutes, which is good, but there are numbers up there like violet and crimson, 19, 18,000, Mastro, 18,000, Myunbong, 18,000, BB, 17,000, rock is 16,000. So his numbers are just not, up to snuff with his peers when it comes to playing Moira. And that's what you were looking for right now is someone who's going to play Moira. Not this week specifically, because I know she's banned, but looking for someone who could go out there and put up those numbers on Moira. That's how you're getting fantasy wins. So if Shu's your guy right now, you can't be feeling too happy about where all of that is. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my last bad beat for today he plays on the Hangzhou Spark, so I believe they did go 0-2 on this weekend. They were not able to secure a victory. They got swept by Shanghai, and they were only able to take one map on Guangzhou. So it's understandable that some of the players on, on the Hangzhou Spark were not able to put up a lot of points. You know, we didn't see very many points out of anybody except for BB, and even his 125 is not great. You know, IDK at 90 is not really... that that awful for having lost two matches but i want to talk about godsby today because he was able to get plenty of playing time he played you know 48 minutes of hanzo 35 minutes of tracer 24 minutes of reaper so some significant time he got to play this week and he just did not put up what you were hoping to see from godsby who is also just kind of a, a top tier dps in my opinion um, he was ranked 23rd out of DPS contenders this week, and 
scored 86.84 points. So if you started Godsby, you may not be really kicking yourself, but he's scoring right over there at the, at the same as, you know, uh, Tuba and Bazi and Leave and these other guys who I think that he is a little bit higher of an echelon of those players. So I do expect Godsby to bounce back, especially if Hangzhou is able to bounce back and secure a few victories. But you certainly had a tough week from him this week. All right, Trust. Um, we covered some of our bad beats and at the end of bad beats we also like to talk about some of our guys who were not able to play at all you want to talk about a few of them uh we've talked about a couple already actually actually we talked about uh, yeah i'm looking at it los angeles valiant did not play question mark why i do not know but he did play well in the past Mm -hmm. and he just didn't get the look this time for whatever reason so ksf he screwed you if you put him in Erster, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta Rain, Edison played. Um, Erster did not, and neither did Baby Bay. Um, I would have considered that both of those guys really good, but they did not need him. They won without him. Um, they put Kodak in this week. That was different. He did. Scored a lot of points, too. Top five, I think, overall. Uh, seven, seven. Right. yeah, way up there. But, uh, yeah, also not it. I think that Atlanta is going to be one of those teams you can't trust starting anyone, to be honest. Maybe Hawk. Yeah, it's tough because, actually, I thought Erster – I thought Erster – oh, definitely Hawk and definitely – you know what? I was actually I was about to say definitely oh, Dogman. But he is also on this DNP here. I think he will play next week in their map uh, their match against Philly. But you would like to see him play against that map against Washington as well because they rolled him. And Kodak came in there and put 215 points in his first Overwatch League start this season. So, you know, Dogman would have done the same, I bet. Um, We talked about Sinatra and Super a little bit already. And then Architect kind of has played a little bit more than Sinatra recently. Sinatra and Architect are two of their better players. They just didn't need him. If, if we were talking about basketball, so Architect seems like their sixth man. He comes off the bench, gotcha. play, fills different roles, it, you know, comes in. That's 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 kind of the, the vibe I've been getting so far. So in, I think some weeks he's going to do well, some weeks he might not. So he didn't play last week. You can hope that he – oh, wait. Oh, no, they, they do play. They have one match against the Valiant. You can just hope that he's in there this week. Maybe without Moira there, they like him at Anna, which we've seen at the very, very beginning of the season. But, uh, you know. Your guess is as good as mine, really. Um, who's left? Was there one? There was. We already talked one about more Sinatra. That I was. KSF, Erster, Baby Bay, Super Architect, Dogman. Dogman. Said. Yeah, that's, those are the top guys. Those are guys who probably screwed your team over. Yeah, just about everyone else from these other squads. I mean, Exe is still away, um, but he didn't play again. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Yeah. Um, cool. That that covers that. Did the DNP was not too too long this week, which we like to see as well for who we were expecting to to, to see play. I think we can jump into a new segment if Trustful is ready for. Trustful's trade targets. He's trying to help you look for guys who might be in your roster 
that you can trade away and get a lot of value for right now at this point in the season, or maybe someone who's not performing up to their potential, but trust thinks is going to bounce back and produce for your fantasy team down the stretch when it really matters. All right. Trust, you got some trades for trade and trust. Trust for the trade trades for. And- Ready? Guys yeah. without the clout that have been doing it lately that I think are great targets. Yeah. Players that you see on this list all the time, but people don't know about them as much, and you probably could still get. Hawk. Been absolutely mm-hmm. fucking murdering it lately, but doesn't get the recognition a lot of other big-name players do. Probably somebody you could trade mm-hmm. for who's been killing it that a lot of people won't recognize as being somebody with like a name like Space, you know? Or Trey Hoban or like a, a big top right. top performer. So yep. Hawk, definitely a trade for. Um, tr- trade for, but buy low. Or buy, you're buying high right now. But trade for, but also hasn't been killing it uh, every single week. But I do have high upside uh, play here is Rascal. Rascal looked good. He's been getting yep. the play every week. And he's been performing pretty well with it. So definitely, mm-hmm. Rascal. I think you can you can try to move him move on him. Um, if you can get mm-hmm. a Violet, then good for you. But I doubt anybody's giving him up right now. But um, he might be a good trade away candidate too. How do you feel about that? Is it is it easily too good. good to hold on to? Good, but okay. Who's, I mean, there's never someone uh, there's you'd never, look to you'd trade away. Say no to a trade though, if you can work something yeah. out like if violet if you could get if you could trade violet for a crimson and uh and uh i don't know uh crimson and say i don't want to say what i was going to say crimson and striker too good if you did if you could do that then do it uh, what about bird yes, ring? That's a good example. I would do that. Yes. Okay. I personally okay. would do that. I would do that Some too. People might not. But I also think right now is a really good time to trade away Crimzo, who you just yeah maybe up. he's been Crimzo. performing great. Sell high. He's way up yeah, there every week. He's definitely a sell yeah. high. Um, I mean, Striker could also be a sell high, but I think he could continue yep. up too. And. You know, maybe you can buy low on a Sinatra. I still think yeah, it's a good uh, time for that. Some play and yeah, I think those are good targets. You have any suggestions? The only one I was that really jumped off the pages. I was looking through some of these guys. I think was Crimzo. You know, like you said, Troyoban and Space. Those are just big name tanks that you can try to get value for basically any time of the season if if something were to happen. Like, let's say you've got two or three of these Vancouver Titan, Titans players, which is a whole other conversation we'll have to have another time, that you're fearful may not play again for the rest of the year. Like, you've got Haxel and you've got Twilight, and you're like, oh, shit. And you need, and you need to make a move, you know, trade space for, you know, a, a DPS and a, and a lower-tier support. Like an FD god, someone who can, you know, or a big goose, someone who can give you 90 to 95 points plus, you know, maybe a BQB or or a KSF or an Erster, you know, a second tier DPS. Like you might need to make that play for your for where your team sits right now. 
but I like those. I like those those targets. I like those those players you mentioned to to trade away. And I think for the last segment here, you get to make some picks. It's time for Trustful's picks. Yay! So I will. I, w- I want to tell the audience you went six and three last week. You got. Atlanta, Washington. You got Atlanta sweeping Washington right. You got Gladiators over Valiant correct. You got Florida over Paris incorrect. You got Boston losing. I mean, Toronto over Boston correct. You got San Francisco over Dallas correct. You got Chengdu over Guangzhou uh, correct. You got Shanghai over Hangzhou incorrect. You got Guangzhou over Hangzhou incorrect. You went double dipped on Hangzhou and they screwed you this week. And yeah. And then you got Shanghai over Chengdu, correct? So if you had just picked against Hangzhou both times, you would have been. And I did eight watch one, the Spark matchup and was not happy. Was I not liked them too. I I, I might have egged you on because I thought yeah. what? I was a little All too right. high on them. I think that your love for them rubbed off on me. That was the problem. Yeah, All you right. can blame it on me. That's fine. All right, let's go through some Week 12s. I'll give you the matchup, and you tell me what you think and who you think is going to win. First matchup of the week is the Seoul Dynasty versus the Hangzhou Spark. Seoul. I think so, too. The first time seeing them in a few weeks, and they looked really good sweeping both LA teams last time we saw them. Guangzhou Charge versus the Shanghai Dragons. Dragons. New York Excelsior versus the Chengdu Hunters. It's cool to see them back for a while. I think that they they might all be in Korea, actually, which is why they might be playing as Chengdu. I'm not sure about that. Atlanta versus Philadelphia. Say that one more time. Atlanta versus Philadelphia. I'm going to go Atlanta. you got to bet with your head or your heart, not your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They came close last time. Maybe they do it this time. San Francisco Shock versus the Los Angeles Valiant. Uh, shock. Okay. The Hangzhou Spark versus the Chengdu Ooh, Hunters. Let's go hunt. No, Hunters look like shit lately. Let's go Spark. The, the um, the hunters beat Guangzhou three nothing last week. Just yeah, but they so just know. haven't been pulling it together. Th- okay, all right. The Shanghai Dragons versus the Seoul Dynasty. Oh, this is shit. the best match of the week. Uh, I think. Who do you th- who do you think takes it? That's a tough one. I'm gonna say, let's go Seoul. All right, I think. Shanghai could get it done. I don't know how I feel about that one. But that's why you pick them, not me. All right, next. Guangzhou Charge versus the New York Excelsior. Excelsior. So they're playing all these these Chinese teams over there. So I think they might be located over there because otherwise they'd be playing at four in the morning here. But um, Florida versus Boston. Florida. And our last match of the week, Dallas versus Houston. Uh, Houston. <laughs> Battle of Texas. Oh, my trust. 
Excellent work. I got your picks down. We're going to see how you fared this week. you have any last words for our listeners? Good fucking night. Good fucking night. Thanks for hanging with the Neighborhood Overwatchers today. Leave us a rating and get a hold of us at neighborhoodoverwatchers at gmail.com and on Instagram at neighborhoodoverwatchers. Keep listening in, and we'll keep your fantasy Overwatch League team safe. See you next time.